Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Major News. White Wine Question Time is going live. We're doing three shows in London's West End in the autumn. I can't believe it. And we've got some incredible guests lined up for you. So on Saturday, the 18th of September at the Leicester Square Theatre, uh, we will be doing a show with Craig Revel Hallwood. Yeah. Just as you can smell the sequence of Strictly as it comes back to our screen. Then on the 9th of October... I can't believe they've all agreed to do this, but we're reuniting the cast of Grange Hill. So I've got Todd Carty, Tucker, Lee McDonald, Zamo, and Alison Ballantyne, who played Faye, and there'll be more to be announced. And then finally, on Saturday, the 13th of November, the cast of Dunbreedin. So Tracy Ann Oberman, Julie Graham, Tamsin Outhwaite, Denise Welsh, Julie Newman will all be joining us to do a live show. Tickets are on sale now, available from the Live Nation website, Ticketmaster, or wherever you get your tickets. Come and see us! Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that asks its guests three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine. And I am beyond thrilled that this week's guest has agreed to come on and talk to me. She has been on the top of many a podcaster's guest wish list for years now and has never appeared on a podcast before. So the fact that she's raising a glass with me today is genuinely thrilling. But who is she? Well, if you passed her in the street, you'd probably not even bat an eyelid, which is exactly how she likes it. And yet... She is one of the biggest selling authors in the world who's just concluded one of the biggest selling series in publishing history. In 2008, she was working in television as a head of production for comedians Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer's TV production company, happily married to Niall, a screenwriter, and raising two teenage boys living here in London. And then her life changed. She became enthralled with a book by Stephanie Myers. Twilight, a young adult vampire love story, which subsequently went on to change everything in her life beyond recognition. Inspired by the book, she decided to write and post her own stories on fanfiction.net called Master of the Universe, where she gained an audience that built rapidly. Her leads, Christian Grey and Anastasia Steele, and the six books that made up the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy were for definitely a more adult audience and their love of erotica, bondage and each other captivated audiences the world over, selling more than 165 million copies in 50 plus different languages. It went on to become the fastest selling paperback of all time, before then being adapted with her as a producer into a feature film trilogy that grossed more than $1.3 billion. Suddenly, the former production manager held the keys to her own multimedia empire of kink and erotica. And now, as she unleashes Freed, the sixth and final, possibly, book in this series, 
She's about to embark on the next chapter of her life. So how do you follow a success story like that? Let's ask her and dial up E.L. James. Afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm all right. How are you in your empire of kink? (laughs) The empire of kink is fine. Thank you very much indeed. (laughs) You are kind of sat at the helm of this. I mean, it's more than a book. It's an everything now. It is. It's a film. It's you've got merch. You've you've got it all going on. And yet you have, haven't you? You even sell sex toys. Uh, We have. Yes, 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 yes. We do sex toys. And that's been that uh, has been an experience and uh, a, a joy to work with uh, the, the team at Love Honey, they're 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 wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. I want to be at one of those one of those meetings where you sit down and go, no, let's do this. You know, or what? You know, how does that work, Erica? <laughs> it's it's great because well, pre pandemic, we all sat around my kitchen table looking at samples, and there's various things. I say, well, oh, this looks a bit. This is a bit, you know, high level. Uh, I remember nipple clamps that you could jumpstart Frankenstein with. And I said, no, 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 let's, let's just go, let's take it down the notch. And then my son would come in and said, mum, can you get the sex toys off the table? Cause my chemistry tutor's coming. <laughs> so. I mean, when, when we sit and recount conversations like that, mum, can you get the sex toys off the table? My chemistry teacher's coming out. It is a bizarre place in which you find yourself after the most extraordinary journey. It is, it is. And it's, it's, it's one of those things uh, that you think, well, I never thought I'd be saying that or have my children say that to me either so it's been they've had an education as well haven't they just (laughs) I think you all have yes absolutely I really am so appreciative of you coming on the podcast because you've never done a podcast before have you no no I haven't it's it's, I don't actually really like talking about myself but uh, but you know when you when it it, we had such a good time I just enjoyed the, the thing that we did for the fade event so I said okay let's do it and um, and it's no thank you thank you for 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 making me feel at ease so I p- really appreciate it over the last I mean it's 10 years now really isn't it yes um this 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 over the last 10 years you've really not enjoyed the spotlight that kind of follows you around not really um no. but your story is remarkable and incredible um and I think as a writer you can surely appreciate that that your story is absolutely fabulous. Absolutely. I mean, I can step outside of it and go, Oh my goodness. How, how, how did this happen? Why did this happen? And, 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 and Marvel, at um, you know, everything that I've, I've, I've been through and everything that I've done and, 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 and weep occasionally as well. So it's been, it's been an extraordinary journey and one that I'm still on, frankly. So I, I, it's, it's weird because success has come to me, you know, and, in in middle age so i'm not out like a sort of young footballer you know <laughs> i better stop there because i'll say something <laughs> so no but you're not you're not yes. sat in mahikis with you know yes. a bottle of champagne with a firework coming out the top no no no, no but i wouldn't mind now and again <laughs> i have i had a bit of that when i was actually on location but let's not talk about that <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to to deep dive the, the the biggest and most incredible moments that sort of mark your journey with Fifty Shades. So my first question to you um, sits around that kind of old, well-worn phrase of, you know, you couldn't write it or sometimes people say, oh, you couldn't make it up. I wondered if you could recall some of the key moments along the way since you first put pen to paper with Christian and Anastasia that could possibly start with either of those as a prefix? Well, I think that there's so many things and, and I'm, I'm going back to the early doors of Twitter. Okay. And I would publish a chapter on, uh, online and we used to crash Twitter. That was back in the day, really uh, back in 2009 or 2010. And it would be funny because I'd go quiet and everyone's like, she's going to update, she's going to update, you know. So when you publish a chapter at a time and you, you, and, 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 you know, people are reading it, 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 it was, it was, that was an extraordinary time. And then move on to the, to the publication. <laughs> I remember it got so popular as a fan fiction. I thought someone's going to, someone's going to copy this. I, I need to protect it. So I, I thought well, I'll publish it and I'll carry on working in telly and, 
and all of that. So I did, and you know, it 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 it, it did okay. But it slowly, slowly built and built, and then in it won a a, a, a sort of it became second in an in an awards thing on a book site, and then it it just took off. It just, I mean, it really just went crazy to the point that that Christmas. So this was this was Christmas two thousand and eleven. I got a phone call from, I got an email from, from Hollywood and I thought it was someone pulling my leg. I thought, you know, this is ridiculous. Someone wants the rights to my, <laughs> my books. And I thought that's insane. And I got in touch with my husband's agent because my husband's a screenwriter. And I said, Oh, this happened. She said, Oh, calm down. You know, this is just Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. Let me read what you've done. And she did. And she said, right. Um, and she came with me to New York, where under my first publisher, the book was published um, in January 2012. So that was the final book, which was Fifty Shades of Bleed, was published in New York. And I, I ended up in a room full of women, just, go, just, it was, I felt like a rock star. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I could, I, it was, I was, it was a shell shocking moment. The, these people had read this tiny little book that had been published as an ebook only print on demand. And my poor publisher was based in Australia. Couldn't keep up with demand for this book. And um, <laughs> did this book launch all these women, I, people wanted to interview me. It was, it was, I did, what's, ha what, what's happening here. It was insane. And, and also at this time I got more and more people saying film rights, film rights, film rights. So, so yet you haven't even signed a major publishing deal no. at this point. You've got Hollywood knocking. Yes. You've got these kind of Beatle mania style scenes yes, it with, was, with, it was, with grown women. It was, <laughs> it, was, it was like, what, whose life has I, have I hijacked? It was extraordinary. So, so my, my agent Val said, right, we're going to, to get a publisher who can deal with this kind of demand. And so I met all the publishers as well during that time. So that was very interesting, but it was. Which for an author, by the way, is major, right? Yes. You're sitting with the big six, Absolutely. the big six publishing Absolutely. houses. Absolutely. Um, and <laughs> it was, it was extraordinary. And it was Amosetti who said, I, I want these on the front table at Barnes and Noble. And she, you know, she was, she was fantastic. And um, I remember jumping up and down on Broadway because their offices are the huge offices, um, on Broadway, and I said, "This is amazing! This is amazing!" And then, while we were getting the books ready to be published, I was also in in Hollywood because everyone wanted to buy the rights, except Disney. Funny enough, um, so <laughs> really, yes, funny <laughs> I enough, wonder funny why. <laughs> so we met lots of people, and it was it was so crazy that everyone wanted to meet us. And I said, "We cannot physically get around Hollywood and and see everybody. They're going to have to come to us just, just purely from a logistics level. You can't go here and then go there. Yeah. And then, cause it's, you know, the studios have spread out over LA and the traffic's dreadful. Um, so she said, right, we'll get them to come to us. And so we, we took a, we took a, a room at, in Soho house in West Hollywood and took meetings and it was ridiculous. And then we'd go back to the hotel with movie studios, with movies. Well, it actually was the producers, movie studios. You go to the movie, we went to, to, um, various places and, and some of them I got to drive the golf carts around the studio lot that was <laughs> that was just such, such a thrill isn't that it it's, a so, thrill. That's, it's so naff but so oh, so I, fun so I, I don't play golf so it, it almost made me want to take it take up the sport so so we then uh we're back to the hotel and we would end up whispering to each other because we didn't tell no one knew what we were doing but it was all in the press the next day Everything, our itinerary, everything. So, so there'd be a white van. I said, "Okay, this can't be listening to us. What's going on?" And we we just <laughs> whisper in this hotel because because we could. You can't keep a secret in Hollywood. We just can't. It's just impossible. I mean, the fact is, you just, so you and Val locked yeah, up, just whispering, whispering under the duvets, going, "Are they listening? <laughs> Who's that outside?" So that was that was that was one of those moments, really. Wow. And then finally, you know, the book came out and all of all of the, the hectares. And I remember going to Seattle and I'd never been to, I did a book signing, I did a book tour and all that. And that, that was incredible. So I, I got to meet readers, which was, you know, and they start telling you your, their stories. And, and, and that, that's been a huge part of this journey. 
But also, I'd only been to Seattle via uh, Google Earth and Street View. So when I got there, I thought, oh, it's much hillier than I thought it was. <laughs> so, Which is, by the way, just for anybody that hasn't read Fifty Shades, it's where it's all set. set. It's set so you've, 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 writ- you've written these, these six yeah. books based on Google Earth. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's your only yes. physical experience exactly. of it. But it's, it's, it's interesting because since, since the final three from Christian's point of view, I've actually been to Seattle, so I know what it's like now. So, uh, and it's a wonderful, beautiful place. But we went on a tour <laughs> and the guy came up and turned up and said, oh, where do you want to go? And I said, I want to see the 520 bridge. And he went, what? <laughs> because it's just a road bridge. <laughs> and he's, he said, that's uh, the space. No, I want to see the 520 bridge because I, you know, I read a car chase over it. So I wanted to see what it was like yeah. and what have you. Um, so that was, that was one of those moments. And so that was kind of that, that, that was kind of to affirm your research. Yes. I mean, and there was so much that you had to do to affirm your research, including, I think, am I right in saying that you asked to go and try out a car to see yes, if it was yes, possible yes, to yes. have so sex was, in the front seats? That was back in the day. That was, I mean, <laughs> how does that work? Well, I, I wanted to do people having sex in the car and I thought, uh, okay, I'll, I'll, this is an R8. No, I, I've never sat in an R8, so I, I have no idea. And I rang our local Audi garage and said, you know, there's a sales thing in West London. And I said, uh, hi, I'm writing an erotic novel, blah, blah, blah. Can, can you have sex in an R8? And the guy said, no, no, absolutely no way. I went, oh, okay. So I wrote the chapter. I, thought, oh, I just don't believe that. So <laughs> I snuck in to, 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 to this place and, and all the cars then, this first beautiful Audi R8 was, was, was in, the, in the reception area. And I thought, oh. And I said to the reception, can, can you just sit in the cars, and, you know? And she said, yeah, go ahead. And I sat and I sort of sidled in and I just looked at the best person. She could totally have sex in here. <laughs> 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 I went back and rewrote that. And and then I just, just to check on various things, I had a mini at the time, a little mini one. And I, I said, I just want to try this thing. My poor husband, I mean, he, what he's had to endure, it's, it's like, I said, well, I just want to try this thing. <laughs> So on, so on a Saturday afternoon, I was sitting on his lap in my mini. And so, right, now you put your feet there. And we were fully clothed and all this. And, and it, there was a football match on. We used to live near Brentford Football Stadium. And these people were walking down the road going, what are those two doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just working out the choreography. because It's all about choreography. Just blocking it. Blocking just blocking it. the we were, blocking, yeah. we were blocking, blocking the shots, as it were. So, yes, that was a, that was a moment as well. I mean, Noel ended up working with you on the movies yes. uh, and adapted the, 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 the books to, to, to the screen for you. Um, how was that? I mean, it, it could be the making or the breaking of a marriage. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's very thorough and has been doing it for years, years and years and years and years. He's written, um, you know, Monica the Glen, Balikus Angel, Spender, Pie in the Sky. He's got a huge, huge yeah. um and he's d- directed as well so you know his 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 knowledge there is is extraordinary and there's me all bouncy and say oh why do we do this and so i think he finds that quite difficult to to deal with um <laughs> because i'm a li- i'm sort of you know quite scattered in my thought processes so um so yeah <laughs> i think it was a challenge for both of us i did love um he gave an interview where he talked about um, his experience of, of living alongside you, working alongside you. One of the, the my favourite sound bites from that was he said, "I'm the least romantic fecker that ever lived." Ask my wife Erica. Our first Christmas together, I bought her a tin opener, and my earliest experience of kinky sex was her trying to shove it up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's also prone to he's Disgust. Irish. He's Irish, so <laughs> there's a little bit of you know poetic license in all of them. <laughs> but I might still. I mean, I I still have the tin opener, so I might just. It's there. It's it's a threat. <laughs> you can put it in the merch line now, can't you? Go alongside the butt plugs. <laughs> if they've really misbehaved. <laughs> But I mean, these are, I mean, even the fact that he's having to justify his erotic life is a sort of 
a sentence that needs to be prefixed with you just can't make this up yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> absolutely but he's I mean that's the, the, the wonderful thing about my husband is he he's very very funny usually at my expense so uh, he'll have me <laughs> rolling on the floor laughing at myself which is both irritating but also hilarious so well I think um I think what you both managed to bring to the table was remarkable because you were working under the most intense pressure the pressure of success and people we often feel we talk about success um as as some sort of glorious experience because quite often it is but sometimes it can also come with its own set of demands um was it was it a kind of balm having him by your side because he knows you better than anyone else uh, <clears throat> yes that's a no well no i'm just i'm just saying my husband is you know tea and sympathy is what we want my husband does the tea that's what he's good at that's <laughs> no <it>. sympathy. <laughs> he's he's fantastic i actually put it in a book i put it in one of the books about about one of the, the tea and sympathy because he's just well i'm just gonna you know just get on with it sort of thing he's kind of like that just, um but no he's been he has been a, a, a incredibly supportive throughout all of this um, and, and, uh, he's had to put up with a, a great deal and it's, it's, you know, he's been amazing. So, and he's still That's funny. Good. I couldn't ask him <laughs> Still more. funny. Yes. Yeah. And you've still got the tin opener. There's still, still time. Yes. Yes. It's there. <laughs> Always. <laughs> This has been one hell of a journey. Ten years of well, of success that you just could never have dared to dream of. And as you write your acknowledgements at the end of every book, I know that for an author, that's probably one of the hardest sections of a book to write because you want to thank everybody that's played a part in what has been your experience with that book. You're closing down the whole chapter of Fifty Shades now. Who do you need to thank? Who... Who is in your acknowledgements and what part did they play? Well, I think I think the biggest thank you goes out to to readers, you know, who who wanted more and still want more and yeah. and encouraged me to 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 just get on with it. I think they they the experience of meeting people whose lives have been changed by something that I've written, women who have never read books particularly who now are in book groups who have formed you know now got hundreds and hundreds of books on their kindles and things that that has been an extraordinary experience um and i you know i i and the letters that i get and the stories that they tell me you know things like you know thank you for getting me through my chemotherapy through the death of my a sibling of an you know a parent I just fall, fell into these books and I just got carried, carried away. There was one woman who wrote me a, a note that said, you know, I picked up your books expecting, you know, I don't really know what to expect. Having read it. And then I, and, and I found myself and that was, I mean, I'll, I'll get teary just thinking about it. No, so, so all of, all no, of, do, by all means do, because you know what, <laughs> you don't realise when you're putting a book out there where it lands and what no, it means to people. Don't. No, and what it means to people. And I think that's, mm. It's it's it, uh, people have shared with me their darkest moments, and and have thanked me for letting them escape them through through these characters and 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 living out certain things and and exploring certain things and you know thank you for saving my marriage thank you for this I mean it's yeah. it's like wow so I think first and foremost it's a it's it's a huge thank you to them. When you, you say that these women felt that they'd discovered themselves, we're talking about their sexual selves, which is a conversation that not a lot of people go there on. But for some women, I think there was an awakening with your literature. It re-sparked something in them and their relationships maybe, but certainly in them. You got a lot of that feedback, didn't you? Yes, I did. I did. And, and, and also from people who've suffered, you know, horrific childhoods as well. And that's really dark. And people saying, I mean, that's that's what the person who I mentioned earlier said, you know, I found myself. Um, and watching someone go through an experience where 
they had to re-examine their lives and what have you. It was was and ended up happy because it's you know this is a happy ever after. Um, it had enabled her to go on that journey too. So it's 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 two things. It's it's on one level acknowledging female desire and 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 knowing that yeah actually you know if it's done well we're really keen (laughs) (laughs) without putting it too too bluntly and um and and on this much much darker on a much darker level so which is which is really that i didn't expect either because I think, you know, people, the headlines that sat around Fifty Shades and, and the thing that drove the narrative around it was, you know, it's it's a sex fest, it's it's erotica, yes. it's bondage. But actually, when you strip it back, it's about a man who, as a, ch- as a, as a child fundamentally, was seduced by a much older woman who was predatory and became incredibly damaged as a result. Yes, I think I think I mean I think he started off that way because of his very very early days as a very small child. Um and but yeah, it it it, it, it he wasn't helped. <laughs> Let's put it that way. No. So um and that that's the that's the character that you got to unpeel across all of those books so that we could better understand what in the first instance was this dazzlingly handsome very rich man that like to whip and tie you up and, you know, the world was his oyster. And actually what we found was this actually a very damaged and, and a damaged soul. soul. Yeah. Yeah. Very fragile soul. Yes. And then I think that was, that was, you know, it was a journey getting to know them for me, these two characters. And there were only two things that I definitely knew at the start was that she was much stronger than he was and that he was fragile. And, and then in it grew from there. So, so, uh, so yeah, that was that was uh, that was quite something. <laughs> One of the things that I enjoyed was falling in love with both of them, and I didn't expect to do that. So I'm very very fond of both those characters, and I that that's that's a weird thing to have them in your head and bickering mm-hmm. now because you know they know each other so well, um, and they've had children, <laughs> and they've they 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 uh, we left them when. Uh, and she's she's pregnant with their second child. I think is yeah. where, where we where we leave them in Fifty Shades Breed. So yeah. um, so they're probably arguing about who got most sleep last night, as opposed to yes, what time something. what time yes. should I see you in the red room? Yes. Yeah, no, that's not happening. I'm, I'm breastfeeding. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. Who knows? So who nip, knows what's not, going not, on? Not the nipple clamps right now, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely. Ow. <laughs> What was the response from, um, you know, the, the the community that that kind of um, the, the bondage or the BDSM community? Were they okay with this book? It was it was quite mixed, to be honest. I uh, I'd, I'd get some, you know, flaming and what have you, and then I'd get people who turn up at my book signing saying, "Thank you so much for writing this book. I'm submissive. This is my life." So it's kind of uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Horses for courses, right? Horses for courses, absolutely. I, I mean, that's a, that fundamentally everyone's kink is their own. It's it's yeah. it's as simple as that. And and as long as it's safe, sane, and consensual, who are we to judge what people get up to in the in the bedroom? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your success with Fifty Shades was fast and furious and, and global. You know, when I look at the timeline, you quit your job in the January and by March you'd signed... Was it your film deal? Uh, I signed the publishing deal first, and then I think the and then uh, the film deal came later that that year. I, I can't remember when. But in the space of a year, you went from from production manager to author, published author, to film producer, all all in the in the space of I mean under a year. Yes. So, and then all of the success that subsequently came off the back of that year, going into twenty twelve. Uh, how, how did you process and manage the changes that success brought about in your life? And what, if anything, would you have done differently with the gift of hindsight? Oh, well, I think, I think it's an ongoing process, to be honest, because you just still, I'm still, I'm still trying to learn to, to, to do that and to, to manage all of this, to manage dealing with this. I mean, we said, we said earlier, I love that I can go into, to Marks and Spencers and buy some knickers and no one, no one is really paying me any attention whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and, and I've seen the other side of that where, where, you know, where, where Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan are pursued hotly down the streets by, by various, it, it, and it's, it's, it's so, it's so invasive. Um, I, I've only, I mean, I remember one time, we went to a particular restaurant and uh, I'd been very careful to keep my children out of the press. And it was, it was um, my son's graduation and we were, we were papped coming out and they got the children and the children were thrilled. Absolutely. All these years you've kept them quiet. Yeah, I know. Kept them, I know. Kept them private. Like, and they're like, that's really, amazing. Really. Uh, <laughs> Do you like the fact, though, that your success was so instant and so fast that by the time it came about and people were asking things of you, you had earned the right to say no? Because yes. you know, a struggling author has to jump through every hoop possible to get their book publicised and talked absolutely, about. And absolutely. Yours, yours did that through through the community that, that blew up online. So actually, you could just go, I'm not doing that. And was there was there great power in that? No, yes, the ability absolutely. To say no. Absolutely, and and it took me a while to learn that you do, a you don't have to answer every question, and that's ter- that. Once you realise that, it's that's very liberating. No, oh, let's move on. <laughs> I'll just say, and that that because people used to ask me things about my sex life, and that actually yeah. my sex life's nothing to do with you. So yeah. so it's it, it's that kind of invasive stuff that you can you can avoid and it, it's been a yeah you must have had a lot of that actually because it, I mean, it's kind of an obvious line of questioning isn't it it's it like, is oh, it so is and, it, and it's you and like, your husband eh yeah yeah well hey and and I'm going yeah hey yeah none of your business <laughs> but also a lot of people won't expect you to say no because you're saying no to the stuff that most people hanker after fame um, recognition call it what you like so when you turn around and go no were there a few jaws on the floor of like huh yes Yes, but that, I mean that's you know that's 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 as it as it should be really, you know. No is a very powerful word, <laughs> so, and uh, and and uh, should be employed a lot sometimes. So did you um did you ever feel at any point across these this this tremendous journey of yours underestimated? Very much so. Oh, very much so. And I think that's you know you're middle aged, overweight. Uh, what are we going to going to France? And the journalist saying, "Yes, you British woman, what can you tell us about sex?" And that was that was kind of that was that was interesting. Um, uh, all these, these well, the assumption male, being that you're you're too old and and you and, know and past what, it and all you know all of that and, and British to have so, an opportunity to share any wisdom around sex absolutely or just a, I I wouldn't say there's wisdom I would just say there's a good there's a good story around it you're quite right you know you came from nowhere your success 
walk through the door almost before you did. If if you if you think about it, yes, it did. And that, so, and I'm trying. I'm going. Uh, who, sorry, who are you? <laughs> as it's, yes, as it's leading me out of the door. That's that, that's a very good way to put it, actually. And so you walk into the room on hot on the heels, you know, in the slipstream of your own success, and start to employ the word no. But I can still imagine that a that would have shocked people, but also it would have been like, was there an assumption that you should be a grateful? Um, to be where you are, you know, because you are not, you know, some young whippersnapper or a guy. I don't, I, I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know. You and tell I, me. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I think that's a, that, that is one of the things people don't know. Well, what does she want? What's she after? What, 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 what is it? And I, yeah, I can imagine you must have confused people. Absolutely. And, and the fact is, it's, 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 it, yeah, it's, it is confusing, I think, for people. Um, and I am grateful. I'm extraordinarily grateful to people who have helped me along the way. I mean, but principally to the to to readers who have, want to read what I write. I mean, that's that's to have to. I think for anyone who writes to be read is the ultimate goal. Oh, and glorious. And it's that's it. That's it. And even if even if if, if you if you love it fantastic if you don't love it that's fine too so but please don't give me a hard time on twitter <laughs> because it is what it is so, no pylons no, no no so so i think that that's been part of it learning how to handle all the trolls and 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 what have you and and the mutant block buttons are marvelous when it comes to that absolutely but when it came to navigating hollywood and big publishing houses and Everything that sits around, you know, the empire that that literally sits around Fifty Shades. There must have been times where people did underestimate your ability to to manage all of that. Um, I think I think I probably overestimated my ability to manage it. To be honest, uh, which is sort of <laughs> a little bit uh, like the, the flip side of that. And it, and it, it, some of some of some of all of that has been extraordinarily painful. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, of this, if if you've got people clamouring to see movies, if you're clamouring to read books, that's that's such a gift that um, mm-hmm. you know you have to yeah you, you you sort of you sort of go with it, um, and I think I think for any woman working out it, it, it's just a, it's the process of being heard and sometimes we have to shout very loudly to be heard. And, and that's just wearing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's very wearing. <laughs> so can be. It can be really, yeah. really wearing. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's been an education. Is it nice to have a voice? Yes. Oh God. Yes. I, I think, you know, we all deserve a voice always. And I think, I, I think it's important and I think it's important for for young women coming up to see that you do. With with the, the success that came the expectation for more, right? More books from you. You've got to do more. Got to got to follow it up. Now, now, now. Need them now. How did you cope with that? Did you ever entail a writer's block moment or a moment of feeling like I just, I haven't got that next book here yet in me? Uh, thank God, no, I haven't. I haven't actually encountered that. I have. I have at least um, let's have a thing. Uh, uh, I've got that one. I've got that one. I've got that one. I don't think I'll ever do that one. But and I've got that one. Um, I have stories I want to tell. I really do. Um, and I feel that at the moment, uh, Christian Anna, they're in a good place. Let's park them over there. Maybe go back to them. Maybe not. I mean, I, I, I haven't. I don't have plans to. But I keep saying to people, never say never, because you never know. Um, you never with, know. You never know. Never say never. Uh, but I, 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 uh, I have um, other stories I definitely want to tell. I mean, people have asked, been asking me for for the second book in. I wrote a book called The Mister. They want a second book in that, and and I have. Um, oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> so I also have a book that's written, but it needs it ends on such a horrible cliffhanger. The only way to publish things that have got, and this is to anyone who's writing, if you've got a horrible cliffhanger, write the other book and have it, have and have them ready to go because waiting. But can I just just flag that you just went, oh, oh, 
And I've got another book that's already written. How do you forget that you've written an entire book? Because <laughs> I did it a long time ago. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Oh yeah, it was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, my memory's not great at the moment, but I think I'd remember a book. <laughs> well, I do, there's a lot going on. Okay, what can I say? <laughs> oh, but yes, I've got to follow up. I've got to write. The other, how long does it take to write a book? Like, the, give me, for example, the time that you invested in the book that you just forgotten. Uh, in the book that I that was written about oh six, seven weeks, eight weeks. It was like uh, during that no. during that time, I I. That was in 2009, I think, 2000 and, 2009. I wrote four books, one of which... In a year. In a year, yes. Uh, let's just, let me just check. That was one, two, three, four, yes. One of which was Became Fifty Shades of Grey. So that, that, that uh, it was, it, honestly, it was like... It That's was insane. like Yeah, just, just... Yeah. And this, is, this goes back to the Twilight and Stephanie Meyer, who I'm also incredibly grateful for. Because she flipped this switch that was like, oof, I'd always wanted to be a writer. And, uh, you know, I, I, I fell in love with her books and it was like a, a vacation. And just, just, oh, I and just remembering sitting there reading four books in five days. I mean, that was fantastic. And there's nothing like having a, a book that you just can't put down. And for me, oh, gorging on it! Oh, go- yeah, absolutely, it's, it's, it's glorious, it's isn't glorious. it? And I, and my, for me, what's so wonderful is I've, I've managed to produce books that some people that they, they can't put them down, and that's just yeah. lovely as well. So, there's, there's no better or more bittersweet feeling than getting, you know, the final few pages of an amazing book. You think, oh no, I don't want it to don't. end, but I've got to get to the end. I've got to get to it's the end. It's such. Yeah. It's just so, and then afterwards, I have to have what I call a palate cleanse. I have to go and read a magazine for a day or something else. I have to cleanse my palate of that book before I can start something else. Absolutely. Or you've read it so quickly that you have to read it again because you'll be something yeah. else that you've 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 missed yeah. and what have you. And that's such a treat. Oh, I didn't realize that because I because you just you know so excited reading reading through it there's something so glorious about loving reading isn't there my son doesn't and it really upsets me you just don't know what you're missing our our children don't in fact my my youngest son you know i think if we're getting to read the guinness book of records we're 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 lucky and people i say have your runs have your sons read your book and i went no and part of me thinking i really don't want them to read my books but part of me thinking yes just read something please just a book (laughs) just a book But I'm not allowed to Any say book. that. I'm not allowed to say that. my eldest son gets very cross. He will read. He does read. Um, but my younger son, bless her. They're gamers. You know, they're, they're, they've been on gaming. It's since. a generation. I know. It I is. Know. It is. They've got so many things competing but nothing, for their attention. Nothing makes, me, nothing makes me feel as happy as the prospect of an afternoon <gasps> with a book in the sun on holiday. Oh, I, oh. I can't wait to go. I've got so many books I have to finish. I have to. to oh, I can't wait to go on holiday and just do that. Just read. Oh, I can't just wait. read and read and read. Mm. And um, I'm still slightly reeling at the fact that you wrote four books in one year, one of which went on to become one of the biggest selling books of all time. <laughs> well, you know. That was a vintage it, year. It was a vintage year. It was honestly, it, it, it kind of, and you can see it fell out of me. It was, it was weird. And it's one of those things people ask me about it. And I just don't like to look at it too closely in terms of what, how, why, because you don't want to examine no. your process because it just, it happened. It was great enjoyed it uh, it takes it takes a lot longer now and <laughs> probably the higher quality uh writing as a result but it, my god it was freeing and it was it was like it was like riding in an open top car with the wind in your hair and a sunny day steaming oh. through the countryside oh just it was lovely it was great fun but when you if you've got that in you and you just need to get yeah, it out and yeah, on the page there absolutely. is no greater feeling there's there? nothing yeah. like, like and that's that's that is a joyous feeling. Wow. Aren't you lucky to do a job that you love so much? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's, I love it. And then, and sometimes it's so hard. It's so hard as well. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just, it's can be very, and it's quite lonely Mm. too. Um, Except when you really love the people that you're writing about, it's less lonely then. Then you're in good company. You're in good company, absolutely. 
And, and they have to do exactly as you say, because you're in charge. Well, no, they, I have to do what they say. I mean, that's what people say. And now it's actually the other way around. Really? And that's, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes you just go, but I thought, okay, this is what we're doing. It's, it's, I can't even explain that to you. That's weird. I know you said you've never had a writer's block, but I know recently you had what you described as a brain fart, which I, yes, I think is almost like a hangover that's kicked in very late after the most um, incredible highs and possibly lows. I don't know. That's your experience of the last 10 years that I think that you, you've almost had like a PTSD yes. reaction to your transformative success. I, I think so. I think it's most mainly to do with the negative sides of all of this. And I, I didn't have a good time making the first movie. That was, that was, that was, that was, I just, I shudder thinking about it, but yes, it, that was incredibly stressful. And, and I had this moment where I just forgot everything. It so your brain horrible. fart was, this was, was this in lockdown? No, no, no. This is before lockdown. This is in, I think it was October uh, September, October, 2019. And I was in Cornwall. Uh, and I just suddenly started feeling odd. And I phoned my husband who was walking our dogs and he came back and he found me sat in my little study in, that I have in, in, in our house in Cornwall. And, um, I couldn't remember where I was. Um, and so my husband took me, he took me, did he take me to Bodmin uh, Hospital and they're not a major trauma unit. So they said, no, no, no. And I was put in an ambulance. I was blue lighted to Truro. I was, it was, and I have no recollection of any of this. And when I came, when I, when I, well, they kept asking me, I, I knew who I was and I had kids and all of that kind of thing. But I thought the prime minister was David Cameron. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, my, and, you know, uh, but yes, it was, that was a, I just couldn't believe it when he said, no, it's Boris, it's Boris Johnson. What? You're kidding. That was, the, that was, I just couldn't wrap my head around. Not that I remember any of this because I don't, I didn't make any short-term memory during that time. It wow. was just very odd, but it was only, it was only for, for, I think it was about 18 hours, maybe maybe less than that, or um, until I finally went, oh, oh hello. And what and was, was it? Uh, was what back, did the doctor say don't happened know, don't to know. you? It's called, it's called global transient amnesia. And I said, that sounds like a catch-all. <laughs> <laughs> covers all bases. <laughs> it's yeah. all covers all bases. It just sounds like, you know, quite know what happened. So, like, so, yeah. But, it, you know, it's it, it, that was it. And please God, it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Because it's 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 frightening, and I got very clingy. My poor husband, I got very clingy after that, and suffered a spate of panic attacks. But that seems to have died down as well. But I understand so, that. And did you think it was just a just life catching up? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was. I think it was. Poor, I think it was probably stress related. Um, you, you can you can get it if you step into very very cold water. If you had incredibly rigorous sex, sadly that wasn't the that wasn't the cause. That was my next um, question. And, and and it's stress. So I think it was just it was probably a catch up. Yes, um, it was a, yeah, it was a bit of a wake up. You know, just but just just sort yourself out, Erica. I still haven't, but I'll try. <laughs> so so uh, so there we go. It's a lot to uh, process. And and I think it is a lot like, and, and I think you know at the risk of repeating myself, people think that when you have enormous success, it's just a joyous experience. But with great success comes great expectation, and and that's a lot to carry around. I think so. It is. It is. And um, but I have got quite broad shoulders. So, um, are you glad that this didn't happen to you as a younger woman, um, and that this success came to you at this stage in your life when you had? wisdom and life experience to kind of better manage I it. think I think from I think for me I'm glad it happened at the stage where my children didn't need me as much I think that's the I think that's my thought on that if I'd had really young children that would have been it, you know I wouldn't have been able to do half the things I've been able to mm. do so um so that I I think it came at the right time now that you've um, parked Christian and Anna in a nice place with baby t number two incoming, what's life like without them? You've lived with these guys for so long. It's, it's the, well, they're not far away. 
Um, they, they, they are, they're in my head. They are continually in my social media. Mm. You know, people reading the books and and out, and even even finding the books. I mean, lots of people don't even know that there is a trilogy written in his point of view. Yeah, which is which is I'm fine staggering, but yes. It, so they're you know they're both out there. So I do get that feedback, but I also have all of these other characters who are, you know, trying to get themselves. <laughs> yeah. So so we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. And I think I think Christian and Anna will continue bumbling away in the background and hope, hopefully behaving themselves. So they're resting. The, Who knows what they're not retired. They're resting at the moment. Yeah, they, they may come back. They're resting. They have it. They're enjoying. They're enjoying their. H-E-A, as we say. Which is? Happy Ever After. Happy Ever After. Okay. I thought that was some sort of bondage acronym. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like, what, with two <laughs> kids, they still find the time for that? Respect. <laughs> oh, I think that I think they'll find a bit of time. If you've got enough staff, you can find that time, I'm sure. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I like we're, we're hypothesizing about what could they, you would know, you write them. Yes. You're right. Well, it's interesting you say you say that, and I remember on the on the movie they said, "Oh, we, we need to put." Um, there's a bit where uh, uh, they visit uh, Christian's mother's grave, and he said, "Oh, you need to put put the name on." I said, "I don't know what it is." I said, "Oh, we could make no. I can't make it something. I have to write it first. And I so they covered it up and just put Ella. So that was that was that's. I wouldn't let them come up with a name. I said, no, you can't. <laughs> but suddenly the protection kicks in. And like, no, no. It's, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And then I, and I've written it. And now we know. So, so it's, it's, an, it, that was, that was interesting. And, and it's, it's weird because people, I, I say, I won't know until I write it. It's not all sitting there waiting. It's, it's, it's out here waiting to come in. So that's, that's the interesting thing. Uh, you know, getting to know you online has been a joy. I really hope that one day we can convert it to a real life experience. Yes, I would like that very much. You've popped my podcast. Cherry, I really have. And I didn't even <laughs> so ask you to like do to anything kinky. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Still got that tin opener. <laughs> Just remember. <laughs> uh, thank you, and continued success in all that you do. Thank you. Um, uh, it's. It's it's wonderful to to hear and and understand your story. Um, it really is more power to you. Thank you and thank you for this. I've really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Thanks, Erica. E. L. James. Wow, what a treat! Her first podcast interview. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. As always, the show is produced by me, Kate Thornton, with Libby Knowles and Richard Haverall for Yahoo UK. Music comes courtesy of the talented. Andy Bell. We'll be back next week with more great guests. And in the meantime, if you are so inclined, please do feel free to head over to rate and review us. It truly helps other people to find and discover the show. I'll see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.